Hello, hello, North-South Connection. This is Mike Rossi coming at you with the 30th installment of Cronoso Daily. Today I have the inevitable task of covering the very last first-round match in the Wrestling Classic from November 1985. This match would, would involve Mr. Wonderful Paul Orndorff in action against Cowboy Bob Orton. Now, this was the about a six six minute and thirty second match. It was the longest match of the first round, which tells you what type of wrestling show we had here. Um, all these matches had ten minute limits, um, and it was just a full blown tournament. There really wasn't you know stakes to the end of it. It wasn't like a title shot guaranteed. And in fact, Hogan defended his title against Piper on the same show. It was just kind of a tournament to you know crown the best at this time. Um, you know, I don't know if it was something they planned to make a permanent fixture of their schedule, uh, but this was the one and only time it was done. It was basically a pay-per-view, although it was never really chronologically thought of as one, uh, but it was the only one they ever did, so it was kind of out of sight, out of mind, after it was done once. Now, you know, we've got Vince McMahon hosting the show in the back with Lord Alfred Hayes, and they've got a blonde girl with them that's playing like Vanna White. Her name is Susan. Um, and right off the bat, Lord Alfred Hayes is completely inappropriate with this poor girl. Uh, but, you know, not a lot in the pre-run up to this match. But we do have Mean Gene. He's backstage with Bobby the Brain Heenan. And now these two always have had an amazing rapport. Uh, Gene asks Heenan, none of your men are in it, so what are you doing here? So Heenan talks about, you know, even though I don't have my guys in the match, I'm always watching, I'm always scouting, I'm always taking a look at what my guys could compete against in the future. And Gene then point blank asked them, now, you know, you you manage Big, Big John Studd, you manage King Kong Bundy, did you just weasel your way out of having them in this? Heenan obviously goes crazy because he doesn't like being called weasel in any way, shape, or form. Um, really just great rapport here you know gene and bobby heenan over the years really were always one of the better um non-wrestling communication segments of the show when they were talking to each other so and that you know always played off as we moved on you know through the 90s and whatnot even in wcw later on anyways heenan is really there because he's got a fifty thousand dollar bounty on paul orndorff's head he wants somebody to maim him. He doesn't care if it happens in a ring. He doesn't care if it happens at the hotel. He doesn't care if it happens in the parking lot. But he's got 50K on the line for whoever can take out Mr. Wonderful Paul Orndorff. Now, he said, I'll pay off Orton. I'll pay off whoever gets him later. I don't care. I will pay you. Just, just let's see it, and we'll go from there. I will be watching closely. So now we cut to the ring, and Cowboy Bob's already in the ring. Now, Cowboy Bob at this time was... Uh, the second-hand man to Roddy Piper. Now, Piper wasn't at ringside because he was preparing for his title match with Hogan later on in the show. But, you know, Orton was ready. He's got the cowboy hat on. He's got the cast on, which he famously started wearing after he broke his arm again in the war that settled the score against Jimmy Snuka earlier in 85. At this point, he had probably been wearing that cast for about seven, eight months at this point. So, you know, he was starting to just use it as part of his gimmick and, you know, playing heel. He would, you know, lay people out with the cast and and whatnot. So the they, he gets announced, and then Orndorff pops up from, you know, outside of the ring. You know, they don't do the ring entrances on here. You know, it's a you know, 16-man tournament, so they kind of had to buzz through everything pretty quickly here. Uh, Orndorff gets in the ring. He's got the red, like, Ric Flair robe on. It says Mr. Wonderful on the back. 
And he's a big-time babyface. Now, I don't remember Orndorff as a babyface for very long. I mean, I was, you know, one years old at this time. But when I look back at all of Orndorff's moments, I remember him as this, you know, big heel, you know, foiled to Hogan at the first Mania and, and this and this, that, the other thing. But I remember him as a heel. Um, not as a babyface at all, but on this night, he was a firm white meat babyface. Crowd was way behind him. And, you know, they roll, roll into the match. The bell rings. Now, as I stated, this is the eighth and final match of, this, of the first round. Orton has that cowboy hat on. He's ready to rock. He takes it off. Now, the ref really does pay close attention to that cast. He wants to make sure it's not loaded. He wants to make sure he's not hiding anything with it. Didn't really give a quick search down on, on Orndorff at all, but, I mean, Orndorff was the baby face. He's not going to cheat. That's kind of how wrestling was at the time. Anyways, Orndorff starts with an arm bar. Obviously, he starts working on that cast and that arm right away. Um, Orton seems to be in excruciating pain whenever Orndorff's working on that. He hits an atomic drop. He keeps working that forearm big and bad, and he's really trying to hurt this guy. Um, and he's got a focus point. I mean, if, if you know, you're in a fight with somebody with a broken leg and they got a cast on, you're probably going to try to kick the cast. That's just smart wrestling. It's not being a scumbag. Um, you know, Orton was, you know, it's not like Orton impregnated Orndorff's family or anything like that um, with his hep C, like he, you know, eventually scared off Taker with in the, in the 2000s. But I digress. Anyways, Orndorff, you know, keeps working hard on Orton. He... Hits a, hits a big leapfrog. Um, he's able to just have full control of this bout. He's got the forearm twisted and turning. He's got it in submission holds. He's punching it. Orton seems to be in a great deal of pain at this point. Now, Orton do- is able to turn the tides, and he hits a leapfrog of his own and starts to get some control over Orndorff. But Orndorff, you know, ends up hitting a hip toss, gets back into working on that cast and on that arm. Orndorff's in full control of the match at this point. Hitting more sub holds, he's doing snap mares, he's, you know, stepping on the thing, he's running the whole gambit. Anything he can do to hurt that cast and hurt that arm, he's doing. So, sub holds, he's not getting them to Orton to, to tap out. Orton was eventually able to hit a high knee in the corner to regain control, and he picked up Orndorff and he hit a big time snake eyes in the corner. Not even on the corners, on the top of the ropes. It wasn't like the Big Daddy Cool snake eyes that he hit when he was Vinny Vegas. Um, actually, you know, in the mid, early to mid-90s. Regardless, he hit the snake eyes. Then from there, um, Orndorff attempted a comeback, but he just kept on getting beat down by, by Orton. Um, the crowd was way behind Orndorff, you know, chanting for him, doing everything to get, you know, on his side, get him to, to you know, make a big comeback here. Uh, Orton was able to maintain control for a little bit longer, but then eventually Orndorff did hit a sunset flip, which exposed Orton's ass, actually. His entire asshole was hanging out at this point, but it was blurry, so thankfully they did blur it out on on, um, the Peacock. I don't know how long ago they blurred it out, but we know Peacock's not going to let bare ass be out there. So, you know, his derriere is out. And um, couldn't get good and keep him down for three. Orton kicks out and then he gets back right back into control. He's got a headlock on. He's got more rest holds. He hits a head scissors for it seemed for like a like good length of time. Orndorff's able to get out of it. He has a really great bridge by Orton to take control back. They're really having a pretty good technical match at this point. Considering the 80s, it was like, 
you know, what you would expect, like, a, a Danielson Kurt Angle match to be compared to some of the other idiots that were on this show, like like um, JYD and Moondog Spot. You know, there's a lot of real jabrones in this thing. So these two are having a pretty good little match. Um, you know, they're only probably at about the five-minute point at this point, and uh, Orndorff then gets control back. He starts punching, elbows, hits a big clothesline, but he can't keep Orton down. Orton cannot keep Orndorff down either. They just keep kind of crisscrossing and grabbing control of, you know, asserting their will on each other. And they're doing a lot in six minutes. You know, this wasn't a complete shit show of a match like most of these shows and the matches on the show were. They were able to kind of string a little match together that kind of made some sense. Orton then hit a running punch. And um, I'm sorry, let me rephrase that. Orndorff hit a running punch, which made Orton go flying over the top rope. Orton keeps backing him off, though. You know, Orton just won't get back in the ring. Orndorff keeps trying to get over to him, and the ref's making him tell him to back off because we need to give Orton time to kind of adjust his uh, cast here. So getting to the climax of this match, Orndorff gets over to Orton to try to bring him back into the ring, and and right in front of the ref, Orton turns and and blasts Orndorff with his cast, knocks knocks Orndorff over, and from there goes to the pin. Ref has already called for the bell. He's called the DQ, which ends this match about six minutes and 26 seconds, I believe, was the official number. Now, that was how Orndorff moved forward. Now, no 5K was collected by Orton in this bout. Orndorff starts throwing punches at Orton, clears him out of the ring. Crowd's going nuts because they're happy that Orndorff won. Orndorff looks a little pissed off that the match ended the way it did, but um, he'll take the win regardless. He moves on to the second round where he does battle with Tito Santana, which we will cover, you know, in the coming episodes of this Canoso Daily show. Um, Now, we cut back to the recap of the tournament at this point with Vince McMahon. Vince is with Lord Alfred Hayes and this girl, Susan, who's, like I said, like Vanna White. For some reason, Lord Alfred Hayes is, like, accosting this poor girl. He's got his arms, like, all over her, like, for an uncomfortable period of time. Vince just wants Lord Alfred Hayes to run through the bracket, and he runs through the bracket saying, you know, this guy shouldn't have won. I mean, it was Lord Alfred Hayes. He really didn't have substance to it. He had the cool accent, but he sucked, let's be honest. He was just there to, you know, do some of these backstage-type segments. Vince really led the charge here. Um, But it really goes back to, you know, Lord Alfred Hayes was really just all over this poor girl. Um, You got to really see that. I mean, it's kind of weird to see <laughs> in 2022 whatever year we're in um to see that this type of type of stuff happened in 85 I me mean, had a real rapey look in his eye we'll say it wasn't it wasn't professional at all for a guy i mean he's right in front of his boss basically um and he's pulling this stuff off but but vince uh vince had good control of the segment um then they ran through the show and you know we'll get into the second round with you guys sometime next week so um Orton, like I said, did not inflict any type of hep C on anybody in this match, um, like he did with The Undertaker, and well, he was cornering his son in the future years, but hey, Cowboy got out of this one with just that arm injury, and um, I'm sure he contracted that hep C later on in his life. Um, sorry, I just constantly incorporate Bob Orton with hep C at this point. Um, it's just how it is, and it's, if I get Cowboy Bob Orton again in this series, I will talk about it again. Um, but for now, we'll sign off. So, final, Paul Orndorff advances by a DQ over Cowboy Bob Orton, and he faces off with Tito Santana next week sometime. We will cover that for you. 
So have a good rest of your evening, and we will see you guys when I'm back here. I don't know when it is, but it'll be soon. Later.